0: The only person I hate is Gary Cannon. Now, people are going to say why.
1: I love how you shit on Gary Cannon.
0: Uh, He is one of my favorite people. I was just texting with him.
1: I feel like you help his online presence tremendously. It's like if an HR person could hire you for all the wrong reasons, it would do all the right results.
0: It's so great. The funnest part is what we text each other. So I'll, oh. I'll make fun of him and he'll make fun of me. And then I text him like, look what I uh-huh. wrote about you. You know, like fucking kids, you know. Um, and then also, I, I, my favorite thing to do is, <laughs> you know, Jay Washington. I love of course. That, he, that, he,
1: <laughs> that he's booking comedy shows. Um, have you seen those? Of course I have. I've liked all of them that I've seen. In fact, um, if anyone is listening, it's not a joke. Jay Washington is the booker of the improv in Hollywood. And he will book the main room as soon as it's open. You can send your avails now.
0: Yeah, and also he books the Laugh Factory, the Comedy Store, and about seventy-five other clubs. Um, And he also books if you're looking for a job as the mechanic or a chef, he'll book you on that. Yeah. So just hit him
1: up. He booked me for America's Got Talent. (laughs) He. he Uh, I just sent him my headshot, and I sent him my twenty-five minute tape. Uh huh. And he gave me a one minute spot. It was really cool. so fun to
0: do this to people but that's how yeah. i've been getting the pandemic it's just going okay it's not what happens to me it's how i handle it so i've been reaching out to a lot of friends like jay and and people and gary hey just want to check in how are you just want to say hi you know mm-hmm. we're playing on a little bit you know letting people know i'm here and you know like joseph schmidt who's one of the gms at the uh At the improv, just playing with him or Lindsay Rose or, you know, whoever online, Gene Pompa. Just, you know, that. And then I started an online hosting academy um, to teach people how to TV host because I do that. Nice. Um, So I'm teaching myself guitar. I've been dating a little bit, which has been interesting during quarantine. Dating during
1: quarantine? Are you abiding by social distancing? Yeah, so uh,
0: 100%. And then once I know that they've been tested or whatever, then we can be closer. But yeah, 100%, you know? And it's also huh. cool because it makes you talk. You know, like yeah. you have to talk. Hey, let's meet for coffee. Outside, public place, let's talk, you know? I had, and by the way, I never get booty calls. It's just not my. I'm not that dude. I had some girl hit me up, I think probably the second time in my life ever. Hey, what are you doing? I wanna party or hang out or whatever. And I'm like, have you been careful with COVID? Well, I actually had it six months ago and to be honest, I haven't been that careful. I'm like, nope, sorry, I can't do it. Uh, so that was my God shot, like God testing me, like, all right, here you go, you know? <laughs> and <don't> you, like, <laughs> yeah. Out, you know, like, hey, you wanna hang out, whatever, we'll have some drinks.
1: And I was like, Oh, no. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. Although I always love because you know, you have a you're online a lot. Goofing around, being full Josh. Yeah. I love when I get a text that's like, hey, do you know this Josh Nasser guy? And I'll go to my Facebook, and I'll see I have, like, eight updates where you just commented just string after string of something.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, wait. Wait, wait. I didn't know this. So you'll post something, and then I'll shit on you, and then somebody uh-huh. will, like –
1: It's happened, like, this four real- times where I don't know that you've shit on me yet. You know, like, I haven't checked my Facebook yet. But it will be – under six minutes from when you even notice the post you'll notice it you'll post like eight things in four (laughs) seconds (laughs) like a bunch of your headshots or you just doing something and then i get some random friend that's just concerned that's just like is he is he good to you is he a good man what's going on with josh and answer and and then and then how do you (laughs) dude? this is this made this, this
0: made my day
1: it's like imagine feeling- if you didn't know what day of the year Christmas is. That's what it's like. Because you're like, oh good. <laughs> Josh left me a present. And then it I go and some- check, laugh my ass because off
0: every time. This goes back to the awkward, like where the person, like you know, like awkward where the person's like, of course. Wait, why is he being so mean to Aaron? Aaron just posted like having a good day. Why is Josh, you know? So wait, what do
1: you tell them? <laughs> I mean, I depends on the situation. Like if it's like If they really seem concerned, I'll be like, he's great. This is a thing we do with each other. This is really funny. Or sometimes I'm like, oh, this guy's out of hand. If the person like, so like two years ago on Facebook, I was like, hey, (laughs) I'll post any picture that gets the most up likes on uh, as my flyer for my show. And you posted like 10 of your headshots throughout the years. I remember that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly and then a friend of mine posted like a couple like sincere pictures they really enjoyed that they thought i would enjoy and they're just like i'm trying but this this asshole josh and i was just like oh he's a loose cannon you just gotta go with what he does you don't want his undivided attention oh this is bad oh I. <laughs> and they're just like this wait really and you're like oh he's reason- like
0: this oh, exactly. is the reason my career has gone up. Because people, uh, they get annoyed by me and I have to be quiet. I have to be quiet.
1: I, don't, I love it. I mean, just the way that... I understand some people don't. But I'm on team Josh. I have never got your undivided attention. I've never had anybody not understand it. And if they don't, I don't care. Yeah. you know. But it's also, it's just like it's a treat to get your undivided attention for a little bit. <laughs> and... You just hope that it happens at a good, well-timed moment. You know, like as much as, as I love that Brody Stevens video where you are filming his set in the back of a comedy store and he catches you. I see what you're doing. You're posting a virtual background of a hunk.
0: No, it's Richard Chastler.
1: I don't... Oh. Oh, it is. Why do you... <laughs> Richard... You're looking good, buddy. I
0: pick on him too. I did it. It was his, it was his birthday.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
0: all Zoom. And I just put his, I either put my head shut up or they're an old picture of them.
1: That's really funny. I should do that with my friends. Because now we're having all these virtual Zoom birthday parties. Yeah, make it fun. You're right. I should find an early, early picture. Make it the virtual background. Like I was there yeah. in 2009.
0: I love all of the virtual stuff too. I actually thought about this a while ago before all this happened. I was like, well, yeah, when I do podcasts, why don't I just call the person? Like that's, you know, people are like, you can't do that. You got to go there. I'm like, no, I don't. What's the fucking difference? There's no
1: difference.
0: It really does help out a lot. I think like all of this has forced us to think differently. Like now maybe single parents or people can work from home you know, Uh if they're working and all that stuff. So, you know, they say that internet is going to bring us, I don't know who said it closer, closer together and farther apart than we've ever been. Yeah. Like you and I can, you know, I could FaceTime, you you could be in fucking Zimbabwe right now and I could see you. But when you and I are next to each other, we're both looking on our phone.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's really, that is true. It's really, and this quarantine has very much connected me more with my family. I don't think we've ever been in such constant contact as we have in these last five, six months.
0: Isn't it nice? It talking is. Talking to mom, dad, and everybody and, you know? Yeah. I mean, not mom, but, you know,
1: we choose not our mom? favorites. Not mom?
0: Not mom. Okay. Well, talking to dad or family or whatever, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is that works. Um, you know, my dad's getting old. It's funny to yeah. watch, you know,
1: he's just. Can I ask how old?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like 80, I think. 78. Okay. 70, you know, he's still, but he's happy, happier than he's mm-hmm. ever been. He retired. He moved to Florida. He's Jewish, moved to Boca, you know. Of course. Uh, and he goes to the pool every day. He works out. And he's like, this working out thing you do, I like it. I like it. Because that's how he talks. He talks like this. He's, he's from New York, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what are you doing? I'm watching the baseball game. That's what he's always watching the baseball game. Loves the Yankees.
1: Um, So have you been writing at all? I have been. Not like, Mm -hmm. not to an epic proportion. No one's going to be like, you're never going to believe how much work Aaron got done. But I've been really happy with like the bits. I've been doing like Zoom shows. And I feel like I'm actually developing bits while I'm doing them too. How do you um, do the Zoom show? Do you do it like you're just doing a
0: podcast, or are you like, "Hey guys, this is a new one I came up with"? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what's your delivery method when you're doing a stand-up Zoom show?
1: When I'm doing a stand-up Zoom show, I don't think of it as stand-up as much as I think of it as like a behind-the-desk weekend update kind of thing. Like, you're going to be doing a bit, you're going to have your punchlines, but you're also going to stay in frame. And so, like, I think of it more like that, as if TV, like a weekend update or a daily show, was like, we're going to give you five minutes behind the desk, figure it out. And so, like, I don't feel like it's like stand up, but I also don't feel like I'm like checking my notes or like undermining it either. I want if somebody's watching to be like, oh, this guy should be on TV. Think, and do, that's,
0: you, yeah. do you wait for punchlines or do you hear, I mean, do you hear, I'm sorry, not punchlines,
1: wait for laughs? Like, I do wait you for punchlines. I, if I can hear them, I will wait for the laugh. If not, I'll oh, just keep going. I'll just steamroll. Like I can choose. So fun. Yeah, I
0: did um, a really fun thing um, with to hear more. He does uh, zoom in with the homies and just yeah. five comics talking, and you just talk. And then you, your name, your screen name is your uh, PayPal or Venmo. People donated a fuckload of money, and I'm like, I literally, was really? like, why are you donating? I donated a lot. His fans, man. And he had it on uh, YouTube and Instagram Live and all that. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. He's making a grip of money. He's probably making at least featured a headline money a week. Good for him. Yeah, he's got people on and he's really good at it. He lets it flow. Yeah, it's amazing. That's what I was thinking too. Like if a huge, I'm just going to use like Russell Peters, just using a name, Mm -hmm. you know? If he was like, hey, everyone, come on, donate what you want. I'm going to do XYZ, whether he's DJing or telling jokes or running new bits. What do you think? Hey, guys, mm-hmm. donate what you want. He could bring in 50 or 100 grand sitting in his living room. And it doesn't, I don't think it tarnishes your image because everyone's doing it now. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't make him look
1: bad, you know? No, not at all. Like Quest love DJs every now and then. I don't know if it's a scheduled set or whatnot, but I feel like once a week I see him on there just DJing. And I follow him. Does he take donations? I don't know if he does. I don't see why he wouldn't. I didn't think to ask for his Venmo, but I've watched for a bit. You know, you watch for 10, 15 minutes and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, or let's say you had it on in the background and you gave a dollar, but you're one of Mm -hmm. a million people giving a dollar. Mm -hmm. Which... I wouldn't mind, you know, I wouldn't mind if I, ha- if I was listening to Questlove all day, I'll fucking pay a dollar. You know what I mean? Like something, you know, whatever. No, it's true. It's yeah, a, well worth it. yeah, well worth it. And I feel like I'm not just taking,
1: you know, or whatever, whatever yeah. I would give, feel. You know, but. Which by the way, it's not, I probably, even under a million, he's probably very happy if it's 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, whatever it happens to be. It seemed like, it was constantly, and whoever checked in, he has like twenty to 50,000 people watching. Think about that. Yeah.
0: Now he can make a very good living just literally waking up and rolling out of bed. Yeah. Have you uh, kept in touch? What? Have you, kept no, no, in touch you with bunch, that. Have you kept in touch with other comedians? or Is anybody else doing shows online?
1: Yeah, I've kept in touch actually with the, my Tucson comedian friends more than my Los Angeles comedian friends out of all oddity there but you know yeah i still have like a real tight knit group of like five six guys that we talk all the time so great
0: yes so great that's important to do to reach out to people Mm -hmm. during this time. it really
1: is important like reach out to people you know make sure they're okay you know yeah i have a friend who reached out to me and i was like so like i didn't expect it so it was just so nice and you're just like, holy god! I didn't realize that this—that I crossed this guy's mind. And now I know, like, he wishes me well. He thinks about me in those ways. He wants the best for me. He gets it. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Tiffany.
0: <laughs> I just posted an old video today of me doing Steve Brody Stevens. Um, do you know this is real name? Yeah, Stevens Brody Stevens. How genius <laughs> is that? I mean, he's just, he's he's still a
1: genius. Uh, He's so great. I
0: was thinking, I love that his
1: his hours on Amazon. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I love it. Like, I remember watching it when it came out, and my friend and I were just like, what did you think? And it was just like, that's what it is. He wasn't happy with it, but I was also like, no, but this is what he does. And I'm so happy that this is captured. And now that he's gone. And I can go back and watch exactly what he did and exactly, you know, how we did it in the room he did it in. It's such an important time capsule now. Yeah.
0: Have you, what have you been watching on like Netflix or Amazon or any of those things?
1: I mean, I watch a shitload of wrestling still. I watch sports. Yes. No audience. the arenas. Starting this oh. week, they started putting fans on TVs the way the NBA was or has been doing it. But before Hold that, on. it was just empty arenas.
0: Hold on. That's, that's what I was going to ask you. So I saw, I saw the NBA the other day. So they have fans on TVs in the seats. Mm-hmm. Are the fans watching that? Do mm-hmm. they get the live feed? Yeah. So it's like they're in the seat. Yeah. So how do they look? Like, Do they have something on their face that they can look up and down the court? Does the fan no. at home
1: have Okay, so for the way I know how wrestling works, I did, I've never gotten like an NBA seat in this way already. But for wrestling, now that they have fans and seats around the arena, because they just moved into a basketball arena this week, my brother is watching wrestling that's airing tonight. It airs in two hours. He started watching it an hour ago because he's watching it live. And he has the choice of like the 16 cameras that they have going. To choose which feed he wants to see it on.
0: Oh, so there can be more than one person in a seat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Him and his girlfriend are sitting right next to each other watching it.
0: No, no. What I mean is, when I saw it, the video, there was a picture of that person. Yeah. In the seat. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. so once your brother buys that seat, no one else can have that feed,
1: right? No. No, because they'll pop up in anywhere around the arena. They'll just go be in all kinds of places.
0: Oh, so they just keep moving the pictures around? Yeah. Oh. It's crazy. Think about that. I mean, yeah.
1: It looks like was Black it? Mirror, but in a weird, happy way. He got in for free. It's crazy. He's such a super fan that they were like, we want the super fans to be watching this. And so they sent him a link. And he registered and they let him watch.
0: I mean, eventually, it's going to be that you're paying for the front row seat. Aaron Michael Marsh is paying for the front row seat. Mm -hmm. There's a camera there. You have thing on here, so you can go like this and move your head left and right, and the camera will move with you.
1: Yeah, hope so. We really went from Black Mirror feeling like 20 years away to feeling like six months away.
0: They say, my friend worked in the FBI. I should check in with him again. He said it many years ago. He goes, The government is ahead of us 20 years technologically and 10 mm-hmm. years aeronautically of the stuff they release. Mm. Like the stuff that they have, because the technology for what they're doing is already there. Yeah. You know, but they're just updating it and all that stuff. I mean,
1: this is crazy. Yeah. No, it's totally crazy. It's, it's It feels like like we're we're really getting kind of, I'm sorry, I keep stepping on your sentences.
0: No, 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 no. Do you think it's a good or bad thing where we're going with technology?
1: Both. That's the problem is that there's a lot of both is I think that it's both awesome to be able to do all this from our homes, but it's also like the sense of normal. I don't think we're ever going to get again. You know, like how, like after 11 going to the airport felt different and it never felt the same. Like the airports still don't feel like they do before nine eleven. This is that, now, except the whole world.
0: So, with that said, the younger generation won't know any different. The younger Correct. generation doesn't know nine eleven was made things different, so that that's their normal. So yeah, that's also a time to think about. It's like when, you know, a company releases a new Spider-Man every two years and like, Jesus Christ, we, you know, what about the old one? And you go, it's not for you. It's for the younger generation who hasn't seen that, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. what they're counting on. Things are consumed so quickly that they don't care if you like it or if I think it's weird. And they're going to grow up on Zoom meetings or Zoom basketball games.
1: And that's normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but. That's going to be crazy for them to like see concert footage and be like, wait, people are there. But you know what? They're probably going to look at people that are even like 10 rows back and be like, but why would anybody want to stand that far back? When I get a ticket, I'm always the, I always get the cameras right there.
0: Think about something that is so foreign to us today, but was not back in the seventies, even smoking on airplanes. Yeah. Before that was normal. People, Well, you can't smoke on an airplane. you know, like, yeah. Or wearing a mask. Like, it, we just assimilate. We just fucking, you know, we, we plug into the Borg and we become part of it. And we're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and one of the things that has really infuriated me is people not wearing masks. Inf- yeah. Just put on a mask. Um, and, and there's people that I, I have friends with, I just go uh, online, I go, just put on a fucking mask. What's wrong with you? Uh that's all a hoax oh really okay they my favorite was it's a democratic hoax and i go okay so i just need to understand i just need to make sure i understand this all the governments around the world got Uh together with the democrats Uh and that secret phone call to get trump even the ones that like trump got together i mean it's it's doesn't make mathematical sense to me
1: no it doesn't it's or shame that the rest of the world was able to unite together in this except for us
0: yeah one of my um, uh, our, both of our friends aunts just died from COVID one of mm-hmm. my mom's friends and her husband died yeah you know crazy thing is people go well you know that's all inflated all the numbers are fake I go, okay so so this is fake then well no it's real it's just not that serious So everybody got together and is making a mistake. I mean it's like Yeah. You know. And what I've learned is you can't convince anybody.
1: No, that's the other that's because it's political. You can't ever change somebody's vote. You know, like it's you can't change their mind about what they think about this. And it's it's gross. It's nuts. I mean But that being said should I still hang out at the comedy store seven nights a week? I mean, if I want to get further in comedy,
0: I remember I went to the comedy store like a month and a half ago and which they've done a great job, social distancing, blah, 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 blah. And I walked up and this younger comic starts, blah, 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 blah. And I go, this is why I don't miss comedy. I go, you, you're the re your vibe is what I don't miss. Yeah. And the whole thing got quiet. I go, yeah, see how awkward? I don't, I don't care. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like the negativeness of it, you know. So when yeah. we do go back, I'm definitely going to not be. And I'm guilty of trying to be friendly with some of these people. Oh, we'll help the career and blah blah, blah. No, nope, I'm not being friends with them anymore.
1: Yeah, no, I have no interest in that. Yeah, at all. Not that I could help anyone's career, but you know what I'm saying. It's just like no, no, no. Especially if it was like when everyone, especially if like it's so notable and noticeable that your priority is this weird alternate thing, the social I, I scene of it. it.
0: I see it and there's a couple comedians that are coming to mind right now that I'm like, you're such an, whatever, do, do what you want to mm-hmm. do,
1: but die, whatever, like just whatever. Yeah, but just stay away from me while you do it.
0: Yeah, I just, yeah, I know. And some of them are bigger comics, they don't need to be like that, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I get it. I watched it. I I think I hung out at the comedy store for like five years before I went. I just don't want to hang out here ever again. I want to come in, do a set, and leave.
0: You know it was amazing. Stand up, Batman.
1: Stand up, Batman's the greatest.
0: Yeah, I mean, he just shits. She, he shits on everybody. And I often send messages to stand up Batman. And once in a great while, stand up Batman will respond to me. You know, mm-hmm. when I send messages. Look at this. Look at this. You know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and whoever it is is so talented at just
1: making fun of comments. Oh, yeah. Do you I want to know, wanna who, know it who it is. Nobody does. We've all had some guesses, all of them have been shot I- down. I thought it was Big Earl Skakel for a while. Um, yeah. I fucking
0: love. I'm obsessed with Big Earl Skakel. He's on the line. I pick on. Um, <laughs>
1: I love yeah, I love what reading his God. tweets.
0: He's so. I love Big Earl. Such a kind person. He's a kind mm-hmm. person.
1: He uh, is I a kind person.
0: Wow. Um, but who? Who's the other one? That was it. That's who I thought at first was Big Earl, and I can't remember yeah. somebody else. But whoever it is is a fucking good writer.
1: Yeah. You know. We thought it was he, Connor McSpadden for a bit.
0: Daddy McSpatty could have been him,
1: 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Connor. Did. Yeah. But then For they. Connor, they yeah, exactly. And then Connor but, shot it down, too. You're like. And then um, who was there was another one. There was a third one that was like a really big possibility. Not Chris Neff. You know, um, oh, I now. Think of it. Uh, I'm on a group uh, a group Facebook thing with Chris Neff and Earl Skagel. And it's so fun. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. because you know, like, all of these guys are talented enough to be stand-up Batman. But the
0: thing is, they have you have to know some of the inner workings. You know, mm-hmm. look at this. Look, O.J. Simpson got off, right? So it's proof that you can create a reasonable doubt. So I'm not letting go of Daddy McSpatty or Earl or Chris Neff or anybody mm-hmm. else. It could have been one of them. You know, sure. I mean, we're never gonna know. And the fact that they have got their mouth shut, it's, I couldn't have done it. I it created must a bunch be of
1: three people who all work together on this.
0: That could be too. I, um, I created a bunch of fake Jay Davis accounts because I just <laughs> – And I told everybody. I couldn't let it – I couldn't – I mean, I got the idea if you stayed Batman. And yeah. Uh, like one of them was Jay Davis as a hack, you know. And I tagged the last factory in every single one to the point where they blocked me. Um, it was awesome. It was so great.
1: And how many hours do you think you held that secret?
0: Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You'd say to somebody, you'd be like, I would do the same. I would send it to a friend and be like, look what I'm doing. I'm so proud of myself.
0: I remember and then that I was friend would Seattle. leak
1: it to someone else, and it would just go up forever.
0: I was in Seattle at the airport. I was doing some gig up there, and I was dying laughing alone. That's the thing about the social media stuff that I do with myself is, I really laugh alone. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. something wrong with
1: me. <laughs> um, but it's great. You're entertaining yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. I am.
0: Very fun.
1: So, so you've done else? a lot of. Go ahead so you've done a lot of the quarantine dating have you done a lot of the quarantine second dating you're going a lot of second dates or a lot of first dates
0: i've been hanging out with this one girl a bunch we'll see what happens um Ooh. i can you know, i'm five seven and a half she's six foot three and it's Whoa. amazing nice amazing i love it hmm. yeah she's really really nice um I honestly, I'm looking for a relationship. So I'm not really looking, I'm not just dating. Like I just don't yeah. want that. You mean like I'm not,
1: I don't need it anymore. I want to see you in a relationship. I think Josh would be a great boyfriend.
0: I would. It'd be very good. You know, um, it'd be great, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm at the age now where I want a relationship and whatever. And if not, I'm fine. You know, that's one of the things that I was able to work on in quarantine is just being okay alone. Yeah. You know, totally fine alone and not needing outside validation or whatever mm. you know Yeah. so um, yeah it's fucking cool how about you are you dating at all
1: yeah yeah I'm going on dates like um, my girlfriend and I broke up in the beginning of quarantine like mm-hmm. the day before we went into quarantine and by an and- accident Uh, it wasn't quite an
0: accident. I mean, you didn't know quarantine was coming up or anything. Like it wasn't like on the horizon.
1: We knew. Okay. So she, um, was her job in the middle of the day. One day was like, Hey, go home. Everybody go home. You'll be coming back. We'll tell you when you come back. We don't know when you're coming back. She still hasn't gone back to work. And so she came home like hours early and my computer was up at her place and she was reading through my work emails.
0: Uh huh.
1: And she found out that I have a, a work wife.
0: What's a work wife?
1: A work wife is somebody who you don't have any intention on an actual relationship with, but you're closer to them than you are to your, like, your other coworkers. And like you go like, and have lunch okay. or whatever. You know.
0: The reason I say is, clarify, do you say anything uh, sexual to them?
1: Never. So- no, it would be completely, HR would be completely fine with it.
0: Right. So why did she get mad at that?
1: She didn't like that I had this external thing with another female that I was close to, and that I would tell everything to. You told her your personal things. Uh, I mean, it was never like sexual or anything. I talked to her about like my. I talked to her about my girlfriend and stuff. But like we had, she didn't like that I had a close friendship with somebody that was female that I would see every day and And be around for eight hours. You know about it. She did not. She found out from the emails.
0: So that's what she was really upset about.
1: She knew that I had a friend at work. She was unaware that it was like our desks were right next to each other and we talked all day long. And when she saw the emails, it was just like, boom. And so she like broke up with me immediately.
0: And do you think she was
1: right? Uh, I think... I definitely think I was wrong. I don't necessarily... think she was right I think she's 70% right I was unaware of how wrong I was being but I was definitely being wrong did you know you were being wrong I didn't at the time but part of the intrigue was knowing that I was definitely straddling the border
0: yeah so part of you did know
1: part of me knew I knew that I, I didn't but in my mind, it was, like, because, like, we never, like, went out in public together, me and that other girl. And we didn't talk when we weren't at work. You know, like, it wasn't like we were, like, texting, like, late at night. Like, when we left work, we left work. And then we talked the next day anyways. She was out there dating other people. I was dating my girlfriend. So I didn't think, like, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not like we're kissing or anything or even yeah. hugging. I've never even hugged this person. Yeah, it's uh, emotional cheating. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. And so then it became the argument of what level of emotional cheating is yeah. acceptable or okay. And um, we ended up opening up conversation again about a month ago.
0: Did you apologize? I did.
1: Good. And she, she took the apology. Good. And she explained how hurt she was from it and why she felt... Um, I don't want to z- say the word deceived. What's the word I'm looking for? Where she really felt that I.
0: Deceived is when you kind of tell a lie.
1: Yeah, exactly. But she felt where she was wronged. She explained They're where wrong. she felt. Yeah. And so like. Taking so advantage. So I understood of that. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure those are taken advantage of. Now, the interesting thing about this to me, though, that still bothers me is I was accused of these kinds of behaviors with, like, five different women. And I was like, no, 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 no. And so, so it's like, she finally... You were like, accused by her? we were like, yes, that one's So, Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. And, and you're just like, it's an
1: interesting... Wait, wait,
0: yeah. wait, wait repeat it because uh, I'm here the, the video stopped so all right no oh yeah I was
1: accused by her like like for instance like she was at one of my comedy shows and one of my friends uh, I'm not going to use this on the podcast so I'm going to just say her name is Adrian was there and Adrian was like I broke up with with Aristotle you know like we're getting divorced and I was like oh I'm so sorry and then on stage, she talks about how like she's like started dating a short guy, and my girlfriend assumed I was that person. Were you? And I, no, not at all, zero percent. In fact, the only text message or messages exchanged that my girlfriend didn't see right there in person was me because like we booked the show together. It was me asking her to do the show. She ended up uh, the short guy she ended up dating was a friend of mine who's also a comic, but completely not me nor. Am I interested in dating Adrian? Nor is Adrian interested in dating me. I was very happy in my relationship. All of those things. Yeah. She just was like, so you, find a well, thing to be jealous of. Did she
0: accuse you before?
1: Yeah. So, she broke up with me for that because she assumed I was dating Adrian.
0: She So she broke up with you several times for this.
1: Yes. But this time she was right in the accusation of being like, you have a close relationship with this person and I was like I do
0: and this is why they say it takes two whole people to date each other like she's bringing something with her Mm -hmm. really weren't doing anything if you really weren't like you just really weren't and she's accusing you like I don't put up with that shit I go how about this let's not date anymore you go do what you need to do I don't put up with any of that shit anymore at all whatsoever ever because mm-hmm. it's, it's eventually going to happen. It's going to not Again. work. You I
1: know? know.
0: Yeah, I just don't. I'm not. Life is so short. Fuck it. Every time I talk yeah. to you, it's good. Every time. And you're just a friend. I better fucking have yeah. that with a girl. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Fuck. I know.
1: It's, stress- it's stressful because like, they have, you know, you're dealing with their expectations. And then you're like, what are your expectations? Are your expectations that I only go home and only talk to you? Because I have to be allowed to go out there and float around in the world and make friends with people of all different kinds of shapes and sizes and genders.
0: Yes. But you don't have to flirt with them. Correct. That's all. Yeah. I don't
1: think I'm a, I don't think I'm an uber flirty person.
0: Yeah. You just don't have to. I mean, yes. You just don't, you just, or you're sorry. You just don't do it. It's very simple. You know, and as a guy, it's very simple. I'm not flirting. A girl won't get the wrong idea. If you're a guy and you're not flirting, she won't get a wrong idea of you flirting. That's true. No, you're right.
1: Um, although I don't think girlfriends agree with that.
0: They don't agree with what exactly?
1: I feel like almost every interaction I had with, a girl in front of my ex she accused me of flirting with that person but it's because yeah. I go for a joke i go for jokes
0: i would have broken up with her right away i've been like look dude if i was flirting i wouldn't break up with you but since i know that i'm literally not i'm breaking up with you go work mm-hmm. on yourself come back when you're done cuz i'm not i'm literally i'm not so i'm not going to put up with that yeah i i won't i won't put up with that shit fuck that you know what i mean yeah, not putting up with that shit. I have a girl that I the girl a girl that I'm hanging out with now and I'm like, "Well, we met like 3 weeks ago and I'm like, well, are you a, are you in a position in your life where you're available to date?" She's like, "What do you mean?" I go, "Are you at a position in your life where you're available to have a boyfriend?" Where if it yes. went further, she goes, "Yeah, I think I'm a, uh, I'm available for that." I go, "Okay, are you seeing anybody else?" No. Okay. But She has something, there's something going on. She's like, something I can't tell you. I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, All right. So now I know that I'm just not going to put everything into it. And I'm just going to go do my own thing.
1: That's a shame though.
0: Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: you're right. Yeah, there's no other way to look at it.
0: I I don't, I choose not to have another way to look at it. Bye. Yeah. doesn't matter. Smart. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with that shit anymore. I've done it the other way. When I were Ed Hardy. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. I like that that becomes a punchline in life.
0: It's so great. It works all the time. I've been trying to figure out how to put it into a joke. Like, like you hipster fucking morons. Like, you're getting tattoos on your face. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could take off Ed Hardy five years mm-hmm. later. You can't take off like a fucking tattoo. And then the joke on stage would be like, I am here to apply for the job. Yeah, I, yeah, I have a, a spider on my face. Yeah, it's a tattoo. Like something with like, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah, I've got the initials of like a band. Like
1: <laughs> fucking people. It's like, yeah, I used to be a DJ. Yeah, but you know, I also, I met it through college. I did some accounting. Yeah, you got a tattoo on your
0: face, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck anarchy.
1: Or foot, fu- whatever,
0: you know. But that's the idea. Like I can yeah. take off my my bling bling. You can't take off your foot. Fu- mm. It's crazy that if I was born fifteen years later, I would have had a man bun.
1: that was Josh Nasser and let me tell you he's the one of the silliest goofiest funniest guys that i know like i've never been able to get him to stand still let alone not make jokes and then when i got him on this zoom he was just in a different place his shoulders were looser his eyes were just like there and kind of like loving and we you could tell if you go back and listen not not that i'm asking for people to go back and repeat listen to these things i showed up with the idea that we're going to be joking around. And like, I showed up a little punchy in the jokes and he was like, he persevered with the sincerity and was like, no, 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 we're going to get fully sincere here. And and eventually I laid down and we went sincere. And I think it was great. I think it's a really, really great, unique feeling of Josh Nasser. You know, like I really like, I like how all of it went. I'm really happy with we're just having such. Uh, it just feels unique. I've never had that kind of conversation with him, and I'm really happy that we did, and that we were able to capitalize it like this. I'm also really happy that uh, we talked afterwards and we got really personal about some things, and it was really cool. So thank you guys. That's Josh Nasser. You can find him at Josh Nasser on anything. But he loves nothing more than you sending him pictures of his headshot or Gary Cannon. That's what he likes. I can't explain it. It's. Uh, but you know what? If you're a stranger and you send Josh Nasser a Gary Cannon picture. He's going to love you forever. That's just a guarantee. That is the Aaron Marsh guarantee. This is the first week where I'm really going to do one episode a week. We're going to go back to, uh, now that I'm back to busy and working, one episode a week. Whew. Huh. I can't believe how many I released so far in this lockdown and quarantine thing. Like, we're already at 49 episodes. And my God, 49. It, it feels like I started this three weeks ago. It really does. And you guys have been great throughout all of this. It's been really cool. My next episode is Nate Alexander. You might remember him from episode three. Another silly, goofy dude. I wanted to have a silly, goofy conversation with him. You got that coming next week. That's exciting. Also, I have pins and stickers now. Go to my Instagram. You can see them. If you like them, you can Venmo me $10. Give me your address and I will send it to you. And then, of course, if you put the sticker or the pin on anything and then you tag me in it, I will share it. That is my guarantee to you. I'm uh, very grateful. Very grateful. I've already had a lot more interest in the pins and stickers than I thought I was going to. And I'm really happy with it. And I think they look super cool. I know it's my face, so it's kind of weird to say that. But I like the way it looks. What can I say? Uh, I think that covered everything, guys. You guys are the best. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And thank you for putting it Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world or never belong, I've got to be me, I gotta be me, what else can I be?